What's up? It's your girl, Just Be Real, and we're back for the last Sunday of the year for a Just Be Real podcast. Happy New Year's Eve, and 2024 is literally knocking at the door. So the only way I can be able to end this year off and almost damn near close to ending season 10 is giving y'all a bird's eye view. A bird's eye view to mind your business. Not the way you thinking to mind your business, but mind your business in other ways. So enough of me chatting. Let's get real. All right, y'all. It's 12-31-2023. Okay. And we're in Mercury retrograde. The joys. The only reason why I probably sound so disinterested and so blah is probably because as a mercurial earth sign, us and Gemini, we get affected by every Mercury retrograde that happens because we're mercurial signs. So every Mercury retrograde, my ass feels it, regardless of who the hell, if it's in Capricorn or whatever, which probably is worse because that's another fellow earth sign. I'm going to feel it. So I'm trying to get this to y'all because, listen, there's going to be some differences. Like I told y'all, I'm taking this break in 2024. So when y'all get these last episodes of season 10, I think I've done my due diligence for the three years and earned myself a well-deserved hiatus. So that's where we're at. But hopefully y'all was able to hear some of the lyrics from Bird's Eye View because today's episode is called Mind Your Business. Well, mind your business, but I feel like it's more black terms to mind your business because it means the same thing. M-Y-B, M-Y-B, or M-Y-O-B, as most would say. But mind your business because I feel like with me, 20, I've been at this for eight years with my business. And I probably not am the only one out of many other people who have businesses that are still in this transition phases of getting that big break. So I wanted to talk about it to have a bird's eye view because sometimes we look at things just in the 2D or the 3D aspect of, of it. But sometimes having an aerial view, aka the bird's eye view, gives you a different perspective because you're able to see things more clearly and you're able to see the entire layout of what you're working for. Because what I even seen on a current post was you get through life, you get to your goal better in life, going through life's ups and downs rather than having a linear path. And it was between two different balls and it definitely made sense of having life's ups and downs is literally your way to success. So I wanted to end this year off on a positive note where we talked about the bird's eye view by the blueprint, which I know was one of the cultivated groups made by BET Encore or was it? whatever the show they were on, where it was a mixture of all the girls from different girl groups coming together to make one super girl group. And Bird's Eye View was probably one of the best songs I feel like on there because nobody knows what it takes for you to get there. They just see the rewards. And social media, as I said before in my last episode, has a distorted reality, which is why I feel like these go hand in hand to make you feel like if you're not doing this then it can't be done and that's only because sometimes people don't take the same path you take nonetheless you're not doing some of us are not doing the same things others are doing so it's all about resources and resourcefulness so i just feel like for me like i said would be real relations i've been at this for eight years i've been at this podcast for three years still haven't been picked up by a network 
still haven't had that big aha moment break for my customs and my business or my podcast. Now, I feel like I want to do photography, which is something I'm still tapping into, to be able to make more of a conglomerate. But I got to first be able to get the first two to where they need to be and feel comfortable enough to start something else. Call it the Virgo in me. I don't mind multitasking, but I prefer to have me be on stable grounding and foundation before I start something else. So I feel like there's patience in growing a business. And a lot of people want to have a business, but they don't realize the patience that comes with it. There are times that I don't get orders for customs for months at a time. There's times where I don't have somebody who's willing to pay my worth of what I'm charging. There's times when I have to just take what I have in a situation where that one order is what's able to fund maybe where I'm short on bills. Like I'm being fucking transparent with y'all. There's times where I might go a whole year and not have a custom done whatsoever, But you know what? It's all a part of the grind. And because I'm being genuine, true, and authentic, where I'm not scheming people out their money, I'm making sure I give the best part of myself. Like, I'm working on a custom now for for a patron, um, and I don't want to rush it. And because creativity and artistry is something that's done with emotion and passion, I never want to give half-assed energy because this is a passion that I love. And I want to make sure when I'm doing it, I'm doing it right. And because this project is something I've never done where it's on a side view profile, it's literally taking me a little bit longer because it's trying to perfect the symmetrics of the face so it don't look weird and making sure that I grab every detail because I don't ever want somebody to pay their money for something that has quality. So given that we're in towards the holidays right now, I'm not really in the season of painting, but I'm getting it done, but I'm not rushing myself because the person understands my work. And because my work speaks for itself, I never want to rush it, but there is also communication I've given to the patron to let them know, hey, it's going to be a delay because I take real heed to my two to 15 day business turnaround. And it's not the case, but I want to have grace as much as I give grace because some patrons are not able to pay within the seven days after they make their deposit. Some people are not able to pay the deposit all at once. And I understand that, which also allows me to be like the same grace I give you. Give me the same grace because the holidays are a tough time for me. I travel. I'm not really home. So for me to be able to complete this, I want to complete this when I'm in the right space because energy transfers and I never want my energy to transfer into this project where it's giving half assness. Like I really didn't care and I was about the dollar. I want it to be quality. So you have to have patience in growing your business because it doesn't happen overnight. Clapping for others while you're waiting your turn, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like I've never had the issue even through this eight years where I minded clapping for others in their season while I'm still in my season of of harvesting because there's things I have to still sow. There might be things that God just says right now is not for you because there might be some things I'm not able to withstand. There might be some things I need to still work on before I get to that place, but it's all in his due time. And as I always say, the world's rejection is God's protection because he already foresees what it is. Else he wouldn't have put this in my placement. I feel like with this whole unemployment thing at the moment, I've been focusing more on my business. And I feel like God's probably just like, I want you to focus on this because this is where you belong. You belong in a creative space. You belong in a heart where you're able to share your gifts with others in a way where you're your own boss. I'm starting to feel that way. But it's like, yo, God, if you feel like this, why you ain't really giving me no patrons for real for me to kind of make this guy a thing? But at the same token, it's nothing wrong with questioning God just as long as you're not condescending. 
And I feel like building my brand of Be Real Relations because the type, the slogan is be real in who you are, be real in what you do. I want to have that integrity. I want to always give quality. Like Tabitha Brown made it real clear and said it best that in her first book is a prayer I always pray and I always keep hold of because it speaks so highly to me. And I probably have told y'all this in the past, but there's a prayer that she prays that, Lord, prepare me for what I think I want. Prepare me for the blessings so I will know how to keep them when I get them. And Lord, sustain me through the storm with hope, faith, and joy, right? Tabitha Brown wasn't an overnight success. Tabitha was added over two decades when she, since she moved out to California, not once, but twice before she got her big break. For what we see might be an overnight success, it's something she's been building for for decades. And patiently, keyword, patiently waiting. Because what did she do? Mind your business. She minded the business that was tend to her. She minded what was best for Tabitha and worked diligently to what she heard her calling is because she has that sixth sense and ability to listen to God on all levels. She knew that at some point in time, the harvest she was reaping, she was going to sow the benefits. And the prayer that she prayed and put into her book was, prepare me for what I think I want. That's where I'm at with my mind your business. God, prepare me for what I think I want. I might think I want this whole podcast thing, but it might not be what you think is for me. Maybe my message is just supposed to be meant for whatever mass is at the moment, and it's not something the world's ready to be received by. Maybe my whole customs is something that I need to still work on where there might be that one key ingredient to have things move a little bit fast or have the longevity of what I think I need to make my stuff a overnight or make my stuff more successful. Maybe that's what I want, but that's what I think I want. And that's what I want to be able to con continue to be in because that's where my passion and I feel my purpose is. Prepare me for the blessings. Prepare me for those blessings that I know you're holding and are going to bestow upon me that I might feel I'm ready for right now. But you're like, not yet, my child. So when I so I will know to keep them when I get them. I don't just want the blessings. I just don't want the the respect in my craft and artistry. I want to be able to maintain them. I don't want to be a 15 minute of fame. I don't want to just have that overnight success where then automatically I drizzle out and then somebody's on to the next thing. I want longevity in my creativity. I want to be a June Ambrose. I want to be a Keith Haring that even post mortis that I'm able to have somebody say that's just be real. I want to be a Jean Baptiste, Bas a Jean Michael Basquiat. I want to be able to have my stuff be so well that even after my death, there's still life in my creativity. I want to be known for my artistry. I want to be known that the purpose and passion and love I put into my creativity, it can never be taken no matter how much somebody tries to monetize off it because it's an original done by an original. So, and on Lord sustain me through the storm with hope, because right now I feel like in my eight years, I'm, I'm in a storm. I still need that hope, that hope to know that that day will come, the faith in knowing that that day will come, and the joy in being able to go through these storms with the pleasantries and amazingly knowing that I'm only one step closer to where that success may be. Sometimes I think a lot of creatives need to say this prayer because we automatically feel like... There's a couple people out here who have started businesses in the creative realm and have given up. And just like, you know what, I'm done. Like people want a podcast, but they can't get past the first season or the first five episodes. And it's just like, this ain't for me. You know how many podcasts I've, I've watched over these three years that have just drizzled and fizzled out? Or podcasts where 
they have that following, but automatically there's months that they don't give anything to their 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 listeners and they kind of just lose their listeners. And when they come back, the listeners no longer engage. Like, I never want that. I always want y'all to be here with me through the good, bad, and indifferent. So when the time comes and that per network is like, yo, we're picking up Just Be Real podcast on so-and-so radio, we're speaking this as it's already on. Y'all can say y'all been with me through day one. And trust me, I know the day ones who have stuck with me through day one and still support me and push me to this day. And I'm grateful for you listeners. I'm grateful for you supporters because you don't have to support when you do. Like there's still constantly numbers being run up from my downloads. I'm grateful beyond measure. I don't know how many ways I could tell y'all. Thank you. So for rocking with me for all 2023, I thank y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you just for being able to just make sure that my voice is out there being heard outside of the superficial bullshit and the noise, the white noise that's constantly be putting on the airwaves. I think that persistence is what keeps me going. The persistence to know that no matter what I do or how hard it gets, that I can always count on Just Be Real Podcast to be a safe space, an area of comfortability, a way that I'm able to emote, um, have conversations, even though it's not <laughs> dialogue for us to have in per- person, but just having those conversations and understanding that no matter each episode, no matter how many downloads it gets, that there's somebody supporting, there's somebody that's relating for y'all to constantly keep coming back week after week. And that persistence is what grinds for me to keep pushing because I know that there's no such thing as instant gratification. And I feel like because we're in an age where social media has literally taken over, instant gratification is something that's expected because it's a microwave generation. Like I said before, there's an entitlement to expect that When I do this right now, I should have it right now. But ain't nothing better than something slow cooked, savored, and put into a true, true essence of just understanding the time it took to put effort into it is what it is. Because I refuse. I'm one of those people where I don't sell, I, I won't sell my soul. See, when you mind your business, you can't sell your soul for just instant gratification. You can't sell your soul, period, because your moral compass won't allow you to. Um, that's one thing I always loved and admired about Amanda Seals. That's what I admire about, you know, Tabitha Brown, that they don't, they never sold their souls. Uh, even reading the Diva Guide 2.0 by Shirley Ralph, she never sold her soul. She always said that I always wanted to put out work that I wanted my people to be proud of. So when they watch it, there's never a place where I feel degraded or disrespected myself to put shame on my family. And that's where I'm at with my podcast. I don't feel like I'm putting shame. I'm being real, but I'm not out here selling myself short just to get listeners or just to get the the recognition I feel I deserve. Because in reality, karma spins the block when you don't need, when you don't do right. Okay, karma spins the block when you do right and karma spins the block when you don't do right. And I felt with my moral compass and my moral ethic that if I didn't value my values and did something a shortcut way to be seen, I would be disgusted with myself, utterly disgusted because I don't think I can handle that karma because I just wanted to get that quick 15 minutes and knowing damn well that's not the person I am. And I was raised better than that and know better to do better. Right. So the eight years, I'm still going hard, but it's necessary because who knows by year nine, next year, 2024 could be the year where shit just skyrockets. 2024 could be the year where I get that one step closer to be able to have that skyrocket. There's just different steps and levels. 
And I feel like research, but to make passion just a profit is just not a thing. Like everybody does stuff for profit, but where's the passion? Where's the true belief that you have in yourself and what you got going on that the profit isn't your driver, but to know that you research to understand what people are looking for, what the community needs, what your presence is needed and how to be able to portray it is more important. I feel like when you realize what seats don't belong at your table, you have more peace and abundance. And that's something 2023 for sure, as every year does, it shows me more and more that some people were sitting at a table that they didn't belong to have a seat at my table. They belonged on the outside watching everybody else feast at my table. Some of them were meant to be there for the appetizer. Like, don't get me wrong. Some people were meant to have a seat at my table, but just as an appetizer. Some people were there to be there for an appetizer and the main course. And some were meant to be there as an appetizer, main course, and the dessert. While some was just there to be there for the entree. Some might have just been there to be there for the dessert. Everybody ain't supposed to be there for the three-course meal. And some are just in the bed to just look on the outside, looking in, and just look at the table that's been prepared because they're my enemies. You feel me? Are y'all keeping up with me at this present moment? Because that's the peace in my abundance. And I've also realized the more gratitude I give in the seasons that I'm in, even though I'm not where I want to be, is the only way abundance could constantly increase and be prepared for me as I continue to have this peace. Right? It's not the support to them until it's popular. And that's why they want to sit at your table. See, I don't want those who want to just sit at my table because it's popular and everybody else is supporting me now. You feel what I'm saying? I want people to support me because they believe in what I have and believe in where I can go with what I'm doing. And if you're not going to have that support genuinely, then you can keep that disingenuous shit to yourself. Because I don't want you to be here to be a bandwagon. Fuck with me back when I didn't have shit. But then I also remember, too, which is something that I heard wisely from Wallow. There are billions of people in the world. Don't let 50 you know stop you. And I've had to start to get myself out of that mindset because I feel like the 50 people or the few people I know should be the main ones supporting me. But how can I expect support from them when they don't even support themselves? They don't go hard for themselves. They don't advocate for themselves. They don't push their own business. They're not going ahead and doing what they need to do to, to have the support they need for themselves. So how are they going to support me? Nonetheless, people like to keep you where they met you at. So if you, people like you doing better, but they don't want you doing better than them. And that's going to forever be the situation. As long as you're striving to do better, everybody wants the reward, but don't want to work for it. So I'm not going to let the 50 stop me when there are billions of people in the world that are out here where I can get more support from strangers. I told y'all TikTok is my spot. I'll go to TikTok before Instagram any day because I'm going to get all the support I need. Not even Twitter. I'm going to get all the support I need because people are going to support because they don't know me. And they have no real reason to sit here and have resentment toward me and not want to push me to go further. Why? Because they don't have no reason. There's no competition. They just generally want to see me win as a black woman. I will say something that definitely brought light into my eyes to, to really want to do this episode of Mind Your Business and keep my bird's eye view is... The Tyler Perry's Maxine boy, Maxine's boy, right? So he did a docu-series on his life, you know, from where he started to where he is now, his humble beginnings. And to think about how he was in the struggle from 1998 to 2004 before he got his big break, excuse me, because he was constantly on the cripe, constantly on the grind, grinding, pushing. And this is before social media, making himself known, doing Virgo shit, because that's what Virgo tendencies is, doing Virgo shit. 
it took that long for him to be able to be seen. It took long for people to just tell him no closed doors in his face and not believe in him going his last to just sacrifice for what he truly believed in, even when his own mother at a point didn't believe in him. Until it was years later, she was like, I'm glad you didn't listen to me. You kept going. That's where I'm at. I don't want nobody else. I don't need nobody else. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep grinding. I'm going to still keep creating because I believe in this, this business. I believe in my destiny. I know that I'm going to be somebody that I'm going to be working with these top names creating for them or being on carpets and runways and just, yeah, I know it. I just feel it in my spirit. And because I feel it, it's going to be believed and it's going to happen because social media has broken the ability to work hard. Because if you do one viral video or something viral, automatically people feel like that's, that's, that's how I'm going to do it. And that's how I'm going to make it. And that's not always the case. Like, I don't know if y'all know, but Victoria Monet had worked on her album the one she just released, Jaguar 2, for four years before releasing her work, which is why her album is so amazing because she did it like slow-cooked food. She didn't want just instant gratification. She didn't just want a bop. She wanted something that fed the souls of her listeners because she knows her audience. She knows how she's appreciated because she's been in this business long enough and have written for so many R&B artists and got so many accolades for her being in the background. She knew that to have the Victoria Monet sound the same way Missy Elliott does, you have to take time. You have to take time. Coco Jones is another person who kept her faith even after Let It Shine, which was on Disney Channel. And it took one show, the Terrell show, to bring her back to the spotlight. Coco was in hiding up until, what, 2021, 2022? She had that one show with the Terrell show because everybody was asking, what happened to Coco Jones? Now look at Coco Jones, okay? It brought her back to the spotlight. She's now being seen, what, for Bel Air. She's now being seen for other castings. She's now jumping in on collabs, duets, having an EP, a grant, a Soul Train Award, five Grammy nominations, from the Terrell Show to the T and Coco Show, right? From T and Coco to Bel Air, from Bel Air to Def Jam Records, and from there, Endless Features. Coco's features on artist tracks from Babyface, which is well-known and highly respected, to Brent Fiez, to singing at the Soul Train Awards with the SWV, a song that they sampled from her from their song Rain. Do you understand how one moment can change your whole life and you just never know, but you just have faith that it's going to happen? That's what these people have shown. That overnight success really is just endless nights of diligence. To the world, it's overnight. To you, it's a constant fight where that one night finally came. Okay? I'm going to say it to y'all again. That overnight success really is just endless nights of diligence. To the world, it's overnight. But to you, it's a constant fight where the only night finally came. Everybody I mentioned had that only night that finally came. That one night that finally came after having constant fights of constant nights of probably sleep, of no sleep, constant night of tears, constant night of worry, constant night of despair, defeat. It took that one night to make that joy happen in that morning. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a diligence. That's why you got to mind your business. Don't just pray for success. Pray on how to keep and also maintain it when you get it. Shirley Ralph has been in the business over three decades. Y'all hear me? Three decades. And it took another century. It took another 
century because she started in the 20th century for those of y'all who don't know which is in the 90s or 80s right early 80s late early 80s late 70s for her to get her just do with the resume that proceeds most today Shirley Ralph we've known her from Moesha from us that are millennials we've seen her we've known she was the original dream girl okay but it's taken her till now where she said this is what winning looks like this is what believing in yourself looks like y'all read her book the turmoil and distress that this woman went through for just dream girls alone is crazy. It's the same way that they said with Spike Lee and the wannabes and the jigaboos to cause tension. The Michael Bennett is who she speaks on. I highly believe that. And then has, having a black woman be from the Caribbean and you're fighting and prying for a spot because you know you just want to have that big break because you have faith. But it doesn't take till three decades later because you're on Abbott Elementary where the world truly sees you for who you are and your true craft. She's been doing Diva Simply Singing, giving us awareness. And the longest running health awareness function that's been happening on this earth for a while. But again, she never gave up. Okay? Her resume speaks for itself. But now that the world is able to see it, she didn't care about the world's accolades, even though that's what she knew she was going to get. But she always kept it because she knew her resume and her work ethic spoke for herself. It's always God's time, even when you want it to be on your time. Because what do they say? You want to tell God a joke? Tell him something that you already got planned and see what he has something else. Normally, when God takes away, there's always something bigger. When you're feeling in a place of distraught and not understanding, that's God's loudest when he's speaking to you because he needs you to listen. So it's always on his time, never your time. And more than anything, when you put in their work, you're, you respect the blessing much more fervently. Okay, so when you put in that work and know how long you've been working as I've done for these last eight years, minding my business, I will respect the blessing much more fervently because I did put in the work and I know how long and how hard I work to get here. Mind your business. Going to 2024, minding your business, whether that be the business of the business you're growing, whether it be the business of a goal you're trying to attain, just mind your business and keep that bird's eye view. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. And always remember, be real, be true, and always be an apologetically you. I love y'all, and I want y'all to walk into 2024 the happiest you've ever done and do it on purpose. Much love to y'all, and I'll see y'all next year. Peace. Just pause.